five years and crazy we, five years. We got to see it, but it's only five years since <laughs> he wrote it. Okay, that. that's a little better. But it has what a whirlwind it's been since that was revealed. It you would argue made Donald Trump a one-term president. I would think maybe he's contributed to making him a one-term president. The, the one thing that it did for sure is that it gave when people like me were saying, "Hey, Trump's ties to Russia seem like maybe a red flag." A little bit, maybe a red flag with an orange hammer and sickle on him. It gave it some weight because like, who am I? I'm just the guy that wrote some books. Who cares? But Christopher Steele was, he was the head of the Russian, the Russia desk for MI6. Like that guy knows what he's talking about. So if he says, oh my God, there's ties here and they're really concerning. And he goes above and beyond to try to get this document in the hands of John McCain and in the hands of the FBI, because he's really worried about a Manchurian candidate being in the White House, that makes it, I think, it it moves the window into something that normal people can discuss without being branded as lunatics. And I think that he got a lot of things right. He got a lot of things right. You can go through the details and nitpick, but the overarching summations and assertions in that thing, which were, yes, Russia is attacking our elections. They're trying to fuck with it. Yes, this is done by Putin at his command. Yes, Russia prefers Trump, does not want Hillary to be president, wants Trump to be president. And yes, people very close to Trump working in the campaign do in fact have ties to not only the Russian government, Russian intelligence in the person primarily of Paul Manafort and Konstantin Kalimnik, the Russian intelligence officer specializing in election fuckery. And in the last five years, all this stuff has come out. But again, at the time, as Arthur said on the podcast, this was something that people were like, no, that can't be right. Because people didn't know. Yeah. I did want to hear Stone's little fling with Ivanka, but I will have you to. You mean steal? Steal? Steals? Yes. I'm yeah. oh, sorry. I see Stone. Steal. That's okay. Stone and Ivanka. That would be weird. Do not give us that one. That's a bad <laughs> mental picture. All right. No. Well, I'll give you steal and Ivanka then. But we'll That's wait. Good. We'll wait to hear um, about that maybe another time. I'm not that old. He would have known yeah. Mr. Snell, but Sir Snell. Please no, he's not, he's, sir. Sir. Oh, he's, he's not a sir. No, no sir. I don't think so. No, I he, thought he was a sir. Mr. I mean, I don't think Mr. so. Mr. If he is, he doesn't say. I'm even confusing it with the British spy from MI6 that Eric Prince is working with right now. Maybe he's a sir. Oh. I, think be, I think he might be the sir. But we'll get to that a little later on. Greg, you've got a list of things mm. that you want to bring up with us um, because we've been working and then the news happened. So you've been following things. I don't know that I've been following things. I went on the Twitter as people watching this. I occasionally am on Twitter and I occasionally tweet (laughs) things. So I was looking at so many crazy things and crazy people have sort of come out of the woodwork this week just as trending topics. Mm -hmm. Mostly, I think, because everybody is so excited to talk about critical race theory, which I don't know. Does that have something to do with horse racing? I'm not really sure. Is this oh. like a gambling thing? We're supposed to figure out which thoroughbred is going to... I don't know what critical race theory is. But I don't know if anybody actually no, knows. I, I feel like it's a, it, it's just words that they've strung together playing their dipshit Republican no, it, scrabble. It, that's what the Republicans are doing with it. But it's coming out of, a, out of academia from actually some scholars who are saying, we need to study this and understand how, how racism has affected our society in a way of things like redlining districts and not being able to get loans, right? And in a very real and meaningful way throughout our institutions. So that is why general, and I always say he was standing up for that. Yeah. Why is that critical race theory? Because where I come from, we call that just history. 
We don't have to like well, give it a fancy exactly. name. That's well, what fucking happens. So why can't we just? People are trying to get it into the history books. Like I think one of the uh, big things that happened as, a, and I want to hear your list, but one of the big things that happened from yeah. the everyone in the last couple of years becoming aware of Tulsa of like, we weren't taught this and we were all talking about it. Did you learn this no, in school? I didn't learn this in school. It's, I remember the chapter after, after slavery, the reparation after you know, we had Andrew Jackson in there and blah, Lincoln got cut, shot. I remember that whole thing that happened in my school. I was, brought up in a very red state. And I specifically remember in high school, the teacher saying, no, we're just gonna skip these chapters and catch up. And they would just, our teachers would have us just skip chapters. Mm. <laughs> so I remember, the, and I remember for that going, I think there's something in here that is important and going home and talking to my parents about it. And my parents were livid because they're very liberal. <laughs> they were mm. like, what? And they're screaming at the school. Why are you erasing this history? It's like, we just don't have time. We can't just do it, which may have been a legitimate uh, excuse by the teacher, but I don't know. And there was Confederate was flags in the hallways in that high school. I think they were just skipping on by. <laughs> I had the exact history, opposite experience. So. I had the exact opposite yeah. experience oh. where I was in South Africa and they were not teaching us. They, they were teaching us basically the white version of history. And my history teacher said, no, we're going to teach you the real history. And oh. we're going to teach you two sets of exams to write. And you're not going to write Good. the ones that are about the real history. So that Mrs. Price, thank you. She was the person who back then thank you, taught Mrs. me the real Price. history of of, of South Africa, which is, of course, starting to get different from the South African yeah. apartheid government's version. And it's very similar to what you're talking about there, LB. There's a whitewashing yeah. of our history in education. Yeah. And it's so critical that we get it right to get the future yep. right. Yep. So, and okay, so everybody's chiming in now. Yeah. Everybody's chiming yep. in on the comments. This is not something that is taught in high school or elementary school or any other. It's caught like in law schools and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, the point is- Yeah, yeah, nobody, that's not what I'm I know. saying. You were asking why yeah. is this coming in and I'm saying why it's coming yeah, in yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I get it. it. Yeah. Now, here are some people that I've talked out about this week. Dick Morris talking about critical, and I'm like, he's alive? Yeah. I did not know. I was unaware that he was still breathing. Good on him <laughs> for not being dead. Pat uh, Robertson had something to say about it today. You know, again, how is he- still alive i mean is, he's, he's a set going. piece for the walking dead at this point i don't understand oh. so we've got that going on then we have other people like this madison cawthorn guy mm. these are people oh, that okay. i don't i just i would like to just never hear from them again madison cawthorn has nothing interesting to say he is a he's a moron i mean he's a he is a moron i don't understand why we have to give him any space at all just stop quoting I him mean, or talking about it. he's a he's a I, I don't get it. You know, why is he trending? We get it. He's wrong. And the reason we know that he's wrong is because he's Madison Cawthorn. That's it. <laughs> the only thing that guy knows how to do is like sexually assault women. And that's like, I think he majored in that in college. Oh, no, wait. Oh, he didn't gates. finish college. Yeah. Never mind. He didn't actually Never get a degree. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. Not that's him. the Not thing. Him. Okay. There's this guy, J.D. I didn't see this hillbilly eulogy, whatever it's called. Oh, it's I called. can't. It's a book. Yeah. Yes. Why? Here's a guy. Just go away. We don't need you anymore. You made your money. Just go away. Okay. <laughs> it, it's you're on the wrong side. That's it. I do. Can we after this? Nikki Haley chiming in on stuff, pretending she's still oh, relevant. Nikki Haley, until you go on TV and tell us why you resigned when you did right around the Khashoggi murder, we don't want to hear yes. a fucking word you have to say. 
But she Nimrata. wears heels. She wears heels. She wants us to know this week. So she well, can kick people. She wears heels. heels because that's what Donald Trump likes. Okay. <laughs> he thinks that's Sharon it. is a hidden genius. She can I kick mean, people I, with I those can't. heels. Yes. We can't with that one. Yeah. No, no. It, it, Goodbye. Yeah, she, you're not. It's maybe a couple of years ago, it was a possibility you were never. Nikki Haley, it's over for you. You're never, never going to happening. be president, Stop vice president. trying anymore. to make Haley um, happen. Okay, Van Jones was talking dumb today. Like, you're uh, friends with Kushner, dude. You're friends with Kushner. Yeah. Why are you? This is what yeah. CNN gives us, these terrible people. And, okay, that's the last. There's one more name on my list. And <laughs> that name is Andrew Giuliani. <laughs> who oh yeah, yeah, did you not watch was, the video he he's like he his video, I, I his whole video like was like a, a, oh i didn't see yeah. that i didn't see that <laughs> his whole video is the, the camera's up here he's in like a parking lot somewhere <laughs> to be fair a slightly nicer parking lot than the one that his father was at four seasons total landscaping will give credit where it's due it looked like actually the pediatrician that i once brought my kid in westchester maybe that's where he's <laughs> oh, hanging out i oh. if this does this guy really think he's going to be governor and no. I mean, and, and, and here's a little game I, I should do. I've never done a Twitter quiz. Who's more likely to be governor, Andrew Giuliani in New York or Caitlyn Jenner in California? And can they debate? I mean, well, I, Caitlyn I, Jenner for sure would be more likely, I think, than Andrew Giuliani. But that would be a great debate. We could host it. Why do we now. have to hear this guy? <laughs> 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 oh, you're gonna make me cry. Yeah, let's host that debate. Yeah, let's I'm do that. Ready. Guy, <laughs> Giuliani, Andrew Giuliani was satirized right after 9-11 by the immortal Chris Farley. Uh -huh. And everyone was like, Chris Farley, don't make fun of this kid. Guess what? Chris Farley was right. The kid is bad. He, he grew up to be a complete fucking asshole. So yeah. go and Google that picture of Chris Farley dressed as Andrew Giuliani. And every time yeah. he appears, I just tweet that because I don't care. Anyway, I don't want to hear about any of these people anymore. I'm sorry, oh, I've wasted okay. how no, much no, time done, have I wasted? You've done great. You've not wasted any time. We're 14 time. minutes into this, but there's, Are like we? I said, there's a oh, lot gosh. going on. There's a lot of news. And all that's all people that have been trending in the last couple of days for some fucking reason. I I'll think let, the reason I'll is let you guys race choose race. the next adventure then. So we've got a Mark Milley I was going to play because we just mentioned Mark Milley. But yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a clip. Or we can go to Rudy Giuliani. So you guys choose your own adventure. Rudy or uh, let's Milley? Let's see the... I like Millie. Really, he's becoming our spirit animal after the fact, and I'm not oh, okay. not real pleased with what he did in the in that Percy Square. Okay. But you know, the fact that he he's on the record in uh, in an article now turning around to point his finger at Stephen Miller and saying, "Shut the fuck up, Stephen." <laughs> he's a hero now. He folk hero. hero. So because he's yeah. a folk hero now. Here's Mark Milian, responding to Matt Gates's question indirectly, uh, talking about the it's called critical race theory yeah. on the issue of critical race theory, etc. I'll, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is, but I do think it's important, actually, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university, and it is important that we train and we understand. I want to understand white rage, and I'm white. And I want to understand it. So what is it that caused thousands of people to assault this building and try to overturn the Constitution of the United States of America? What caused that? I want to find that out. I want to maintain an open mind here. And I do want to analyze it. It's important that we understand that because our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines and guardians, they come from the American people. So it is important that the leaders now and in the future do understand it. I've read Mao Zedong.
I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. That doesn't make me a communist. So what is wrong with understanding, having some situational understanding about the country for which we are here to defend? And I personally find it offensive that we are accusing the United States military, our general officers, our commissioned, non-commissioned officers of being, quote, woke or something else because we're studying some theories that are out there. That was started at Harvard Law School years ago, and it proposed that there were laws in the United States, anti-bellum laws prior to the Civil War. I don't know. He sounds like a communist to me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, people are, he's, you're being sarcastic. Yes, we know, yeah. we know Zev so well. So I don't want that to get taken out of, yeah. Zev's saying the opposite. He's not, yeah. that is not uh, a communist. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, there is a thing. What, do, why can the Republican Party spend all this time in the critical race theory, but not spend a second of their time worrying about the question he asked there, which is why thousands of Americans arrived at the Capitol on January the 6th and stormed it. Uh, and they refuse to understand that part. They're willing to spend as much time as possible and, and billions of dollars in the next year to electioneer on this topic of critical race theory. But they're not yeah. going to touch. OK, it's the, the same answer. <laughs> it's the same answer. They're not touching the, the insurrection. They don't want to know about it because they caused it and they know they caused it with their propaganda and with their horseshit and their semantics, which are all crafted for them. And this whole psychological warfare that they've been drilling down into the base and expanding out from there. So th they, they don't need to investigate what they created. What they're doing is creating now and spending their time on the next big semantic, which they believe, I my interpretation is, the belief is, and the crafting is to take critical race theory because and get people all up, get their people all up in arms about it and use that as the next big culture war moment around racism that has sort of a thing about it, create mythology around it, make it a big threat for some reason and push and push on it to try to take the House and the Senate in 2022. It's no. about elections. It's, it's about, about you know, getting everybody motivated. And they know the only way they now know how to get anybody motivated is just to lean into cultural divides. And racism for them is the big thing that they, it's their big chip. They play it. So, and their people respond to it. It gets everybody, moves everyone into the part of the brain, the same part of the brain that you saw all those people storming the Capitol. They're all, they're all activated in that part of their brain. Mm -hmm. And they're just screaming and yelling and everything's heightened. And they're just, ah, look at you traitors. So that, those new videos are coming out now of what the Capitol Police were actually, what was being screamed into their face, with, which we knew we saw some of, but now we're really seeing it. These people are... They're gone. Their brains are gone because they've been cooked up. They've been cooked and cooked and cooked. So now the new ingredients to throw into the stew to keep the cooking going is uh, critical race theory. And what Millie did there was he actually pushed on that in such a way and pushed back on that in such a way with such clarity and such focus with all that decoration as a tad of joint teams of stats. It's our top guy here saying this in front of this House committee. And what did they go and run and do? What did Matt Getz and the Tucker Carlson's go and run and do? They went and started trashing the military yeah, from him on down and saying, we need to win wars. You need to. And now they're going full bore against the military. They're going to weaponize that. They don't care about patriotism. They never have. It's all been horseshit. All of it has been horseshit all along. It's all fake for these people. It's real for us. It's fake for them. They don't care. They're just into power. 
So I now wonder... they have permission to go after that. And I do believe, I put a tweet out, I do believe this is connected, uh, at least for Tucker's sake, why he went full board. What did he call him, a pig? He, he called, oh my yeah. God. Hmm. The and Kremlin smart, is, said, yeah. that was dessert for Putin, who's been oh, yeah. pouting since the summit. He's been Mr. Pouty face and stop and scream and yell and being his little troll self that he is, the horrible man, the tiny little five, I'm going to put him at five two now. Every time I talk about Putin, I'm going to make him shorter <laughs> because he's a he's tiny little internet troll of a huge, I don't even know what he is, whatever, this mobster, right? Is pouting and pouting because tall Joe stood with integrity and, and faced him down and went in there and said, yeah, no, you're not going to do this anymore. I didn't like the summit happening in the first place. I didn't want Putin to have that stage, but I'm okay with it. I know I'm like, okay, I feel calm about it. You guys helped calm me down. Zeb, you really helped calm me down about Good. that. I really appreciate that. Good. And so that's what's happening, right? So I think Putin is selling. He got. They have to give him the candy because he's a he's a child and he needs a lollipop <laughs> because he's only five foot one. So he needs his little lollipop. I think it's a four foot. I'm going <laughs> to be four Sorry. feet tall. To be it. No, I'll still keep him above five feet, but barely. <laughs> to have his little lollipop, thanks to Tucker Carlson, right? Of calling art our most decorated guy right now a pig when did it become okay for the Painful. for fox news to become a russian propaganda mouthpiece i mean not like blatantly i mean i know they were in the previous administration supportive of some policies but now they're blatantly probably since on a nightly basis rolling around with robert maxwell probably came okay then right but well, it's a long time ago but did yeah I probably, say it? you did say it oh, where is this why is this okay loud? in our society i don't know if we've treaded this terrible water before but it's like this, this is Russian propaganda praising Putin on the biggest news network we have. And I know yeah. people like to think it's not news, but it is news. And they're watching it so, you know, as, as news, so it's being received as news. And it's praising Putin nightly. Yeah. And it's just not acceptable. I wonder, I know, they, I wonder if at some point this is, they're going to cross the line and this is going to backfire. Like going after the military is pretty bra brazen, I think. And... Remember that Fox News is shown on a lot of these military bases. What are you going to think if you're on the military base and all of a sudden Tucker Carlson is uh, criticizing the military, which it seems to me if I'm a soldier that they're, you know, being told you can't win wars and insulting the general, that that isn't something that I would want to hear from that fucking guy with the punchable face that he has. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, it goes back we to the thing like... We shouldn't say punchable face. That's not nice. Even though he does. I'm just saying we shouldn't say it. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not advocating it to be punished. I'm just yeah. saying okay. that it just is to be clear, punished. we're not advocating yeah. any. We don't condone violence on this show. No, no, we just no. can. We're just saying. I see that face, and Let's part of me you. wants yeah. to do that, but I don't condone. I made that worse. So, <laughs> but you did. So yeah, and like with things like healthcare and COVID and this and that, the Republican policies on these things, at some point, they're going to fuck over enough people that it's going to redound against them, one imagines, right? I mean, they can only take away so much stuff, which is what the Republicans are doing actively. They're just trying to take things away. They want to take away the health. They're trying these governors like Tate Reeves in Mississippi and other benighted governors in other benighted states are taking away the Obamacare provisions. That guy turned down federal funding. I mean, at some point... That hurts Republicans, too. Somebody's grandmother is going to die because Tate Reeves did that. And 
at a certain point, right? Don't they have to wake up and understand what's going on? I mean, how much more can this fuckhead in Texas do? I don't know. With, between the power grid and the, the lieutenant governor well, saying we have to kill old people for the economy. Like, I don't understand. There has to be a point at which even a like a moderate republic, like most Republicans okay. traditionally are not the crazies. Right. Well, that's a, once that's we not, get that all of the moderates. Exist. That doesn't exist anymore. You ha- we have to stop saying this is not Republicans aren't like this. Whatever we understand, because we're old now. As we're five years after the Steele dossier. I mean, I can't even sit there and calculate. This is Mm -hmm. not what exists anymore. That's gone. It's been gone for a while. I know, but most people, most people pay attention. They don't pay attention until it affects them personally. That's all I'm saying. I think even even then they're not going to care. Even then they're not going to care. As long as they're being fed something, their brains are so, when you've been, these people have been, the ones that are paying attention, the ones that haven't been paying attention yet, yeah, at some point they're going to be like, you know, because a lot of people are just going on with their lives. They're going to be like, wait a minute, this is horseshit. Yes, I do believe that. But the ones that are so wrapped up in that conservative information bubble, they're in. There's no, it doesn't matter. As long as what's being, their brains are like plugged into that thing. It's just a siphon and they're just sitting there receiving all that, right? And feeling superior. So as long as they're being fed something that says you are better than this person over here, right? And therefore look down on the other. As long as the other exists for them and that's what's being pushed at them, they'll sit there without anything left. They'll sit there with a Folger can as their toilet in whatever is their backyard because they've lost their house and they're allowed to have a corner under the tree and still feel great about themselves as a Donald Trump acolyte. That's how bad it is. And I think we have to get ourselves into that space of just going, they're gone. Right. And so we're going to. I know, but I'm not. I, look, there's a, I think what we're what we're trying to figure out here and what we need to determine is what percentage of the people are gone. Because there a are lot. plenty of people that are not yeah, yeah, fine, but I'm just saying there are people that aren't gone. There are people that just don't pay attention, that that don't like politics, that do maybe vaguely say, "Oh, the critical race theory." Oh, Biden, whatever bullshit they make up about him. But it's after 10%, a while, maybe ten to fifteen percent. That's in the in, in that range that he's still considered. What are the Fox News's uh, ratings? What are their numbers? Yeah, you know, Fox News ratings are always going to be strong because they just appeal to a certain demographics. That's how so. many are gone. But that's, you're going to say that thirty percent of the country is probably gone. But there are ten to fifteen percent that are still out there that are in the move me zone, and they're being fed critical race theory. So their big concern going into next November is going to be: Well, I don't want my kids growing up in a world where they they had to be taught all this black stuff. So I'm going to vote with my white colleagues and uh, my white friends, and we'll continue our white. And that's what we're going to fight against. My biggest fear for next year is that we head into the election and we're back where we were last year in a race election. We can't have another race election existentially we're fighting we're always a, going to have a race we election. do not have to always have a race election they're going to try make the it. republican party they're going to try make it have one. that they're going to try and make it one but our challenge is really to fight autocracy and to prove that democracy is the best way to go and not okay. start, a, start a war between white and black because that's not something anyone can win so we got to keep refocusing yeah. on democracy and versus autocracy and that's one we can win because we just generally will they're going to keep trying going to race we got to ignore it and we got to you know just not let them do it, which I think 
we can do with Biden in the White House. Hey, I want to talk about yeah. the news this evening because Donald Trump and his organization, um, or at least the Trump organization, appears to be on the verge of being indicted for what could be tax fraud, many other things possibly, but tax fraud, it seems like, by the Manhattan, as the Manhattan, right? District Attorney, I think so. Yeah, Cy Vance. So this is big news because, boy, we've been waiting for an indictment and the Trump name to appear in one sentence together. And it appears like this week or next week, that is going to exist. However... In my mind, why? You know, it's not really Donald Trump getting indicted. It's not really Donald Trump Jr. getting indicted. It's probably none of the Trump kids getting indicted. It oh, is, no, it's Eric. Is, is Eric. Eric. <laughs> Eric is born to be the fall guy, though. Eric really? was put on this earth to go to prison for these fuckers. That's you know, his role. He's rumored to be That's why, Laura, that's why his wife son. is out front and center now. She's out front and center. Yeah. She's all pretty. How long will Eric Trump be in jail before Donald hits on his wife? Oh. I wonder. Oh. Oh. I don't even know that we have to wait. Oh. I think that's probably <laughs> happened. That's already happened. Wow. Yeah. You went there. Well, I went the there because is- it's fucking true. These people are awful. They are the scum <laughs> of the fucking earth. They have no dignity. They have no grace. They have no refinement. They are just ego-driven scum who will stab their own grandmother in the back to make an extra 10 bucks. That's who they are. That is who they always sounds will be. Sounds like mobsters. Yeah, it sounds like a crime family, mm. doesn't it? Eric and Trump and Crime Andrew families Giuliani. have more loyalty to other members of the family <laughs> than these people. Uh, Eric well, Trump and Andrew Giuliani look like similar to each other, by the way. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, missed <laughs> I missed the last one, LB. Just I said again. it's a crime family without honor. Oh. Yes. Yeah, wow. that's, a, that's a good way to put it. And speaking of which, that's why Ivanka and Jared appear to be ghosting Donald right now. I mean, that seems to be the the news out of oh, Vanity please. Fair and elsewhere that they're ignoring or moving away from their father or father-in-law. I don't know who had the story, but it's in- I'm interested to see what you guys think about whether this is actual reality or are they just trying to avoid court time and uh, crime time? They're, they're trying to... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Ivanka is... These two individuals have been living in a fantasy for a long, they're in a fantasy about who they do business with. They're in a fantasy about the consequences of doing things like taking uh, intelligence out of our out of our intelligence agencies and selling it to bonesaw butchers because those are your friends and you can get some business. They're not bright. They are not bright enough to understand. They're intelligent enough or insightful enough to understand where lines and boundaries are and definitions. They're just privileged horrible human beings who came into the world with a very particular paradigm and understanding about why they have wealth and where that wealth comes from. And they believe it comes from their own fabulousness. And so when you're a sycophant to yourself, to that degree, you're not, they're not going to be able to see. I remember when Jared was told, Hey, by intelligence, Hey, Wendy Dang, She's Chinese intelligence. So be careful with her from our secret service, I believe, or from our intelligence agency. And he, mm-hmm. his response was to laugh. I'm not sure that child has any idea that, that he's actually been mixing it up with mobsters and spies his entire life. They don't see criminality as criminality. They think it's just doing business. This is how we do business when you're as big and fabulous as we are. This is how business is really done. So I'm not saying, I'm not giving them, getting them off the hook, you guys. I'm just saying they don't know where the lines are. They don't know that there are lines. 
And so they're only going to see anything that's a consequence as a personal persecution of their own fabulousness because everybody's jealous and haters. Mm -hmm. That's what we're dealing with these people. That is how vapid, how vapid they are and how stupid they are. And I do believe that both of them will at some point be facing very serious consequences. And I think it's good. This is a criminal. To go after Trump org is to go after the money. (laughs) You want to take down a crime family? Get the money. Tarnish the brand, which is the name. Make it toxic and take the money. That's what's going on. That's the first move here. That's the smart move. That's the right move. Now everybody's going to be sitting there really shiving one another in the sides. As you said, Eric, probably putting Eric, or Greg, probably putting Eric Trump away because it's going to be now a fight for survival for their fabulousness, Mm -hmm. not for their freedom. Do you understand? They're going to try to preserve their fortune and their name and their aspirations. They're trying to ghost Donald right now and separate from him because they've realized he's become toxic to their own ambitions. Mm -hmm. But what they're not bright enough to understand is their criminality is what's actually going to get in the way of their own ambitions. Now, what Jared does have is he has a father and he has a mentor who have been really good at surrounding him with some of the best attorneys in the world. So I think Jared's going to have, he's going to, he's actually in a better position than his wife because she did rely on the, her family probably a little too much. And her family is just, a, it's, they're just idiots. It's just the dumbest goddamn family on the planet. So, but he'll have a lot of protection. And that man, that boy has a lot of cards to play and he will play them all to try to keep himself and his name and his fabulousness from being attacked by the Justice Department, by the state of New York, by the city of Manhattan in any way, shape, or form. When it comes down to it, I mean, is he going to, would he flip on Ivanka? Would he flip on on Donald? Would he? Oh, of course. Oh, he's already at Oh, come on. Probably has. Probably has. Probably has. These are passionate people and passionate love here. That's why they're together. The wealth and the fame has nothing to do with it. They're not in any way like Shiv and Tom in succession. They're not at all like that. Um, (laughs) Any similarity is completely. uh, Yeah. Everybody likes to continue all this conversation on the other side of this. We'll be right back after this break. Now that summer is almost here and COVID is almost gone. This may be a good time to get some things off your to-do list, like maybe getting life insurance. You know, my mom is really good with finances and she's always telling me, what about life insurance? It's so important. And I can tell you that Policy Genius is a great place to get life insurance because you can compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? You can save as much as 50% or more of life insurance by comparing those quotes. And you could save $1,300 or more per year on life insurance.